Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yes, sir. It was all a dream. From Brooklyn to Jersey, back to Tribeca, Manhattan. All five boroughs. And even out to Sacktown. Joining me right now is Eddie Gonzalez, the host of the Etcetera's podcast and run it back on FanDuel TV. You may know him on NBA Twitter as at Bansky. What's up, Eddie? You're on the fan. What's going on, man? How you living, bro? I see you out here, man. I can't complain. I can't complain, Eddie. When you and I first linked, I think it was pandemic times. Uh, I remember I put together because I used to run a lot during the pandemic. wasn't a lot to do. I saw you walking your dog. We we lived in the same neighborhood, and I put two and two together. I'm like, wait, this guy lives right down the street from me. Let me reach <laughs> out to him, and I did, and you were gracious, and you came on the Talking Nets podcast, and uh, you and I have been connected ever since. So how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm chilling. Obviously, life has been a little chaotic in the last few weeks, but it's calming down, man. I've been cool. Chaotic with a capital K-D. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, we'll get that right out of the way. I know you said you're, he- you're heading to Arizona this week, tomorrow, Tuesday, right? So what do you got going on in Arizona? Super Bowl's over, but uh, the Kevin Durant saga for the Phoenix Suns will begin. Yeah, you know, I literally just got off the phone with Kevin, just kind of plotting out what's going on this week. I'm fly out there tomorrow and uh, hopefully get to see him play. I don't know. He, he doesn't know himself, you know, but uh, – Hopefully get to see him play Friday. If not, you know, they'll be on the road, and I imagine he comes back sometime soon. But, yeah, just want to get out there, get acclimated, see how everybody's doing, and, and you know, figure figure out the vibes for right now. It's been, like you said, chaotic, capital KD chaotic. But, I mean, that's this business. That's the sport, and, and that's sports in general, right? Player movement is always the – it's always the spiciest conversation. So it, it is a little crazy seeing it from this close, you know, from, from – this perspective and and I met Kevin he was already a Brooklyn net so I haven't been around that before and it, it it's a little insane but uh that is the nature of the business and that's just that's just where it's at right now yeah I mean obviously you get to see it firsthand and that's awesome because I know you're a fan I remember when I had you on talking nets we talked about the Sacramento Kings and how you rooted for them being from Sacramento and uh you were obviously in NBA Twitter circles that's how KD connected with you and you came here 
and you guys have set up the boardroom and 35 Ventures launched the office. You have a legit brand and business. Like the uh, flagpole is set up here in New York. You guys are going to open up an office in Arizona. You're going to make the uh, boardroom 35 Ventures West. <laughs> hey, man, who knows? But I mean, you know, it's a great point, and it's something. Look, I, I get it, fans. They're always going to be a little skeptical, and I think a lot of fans are a little wary of Kevin and, and me saying that, hey, he was locked in, and he thought he was going to finish his career here. But it's extremely beneficial for Kevin to be in New York, you know, for his brands, for his companies that are here, and, and for all the things he's built and all of the things he's done in the community and the situations he created and, and you know, business relationships. You know, that's just not how it went. But we, we were definitely rooted here, you know, and he called, he said he always felt like a New Yorker, and I know some people groaned at that. And, but this the truth <laughs> of it. I mean, he's, his his manager and business partner, Rick Kleiman, he's a native New Yorker, you know, and, and the Knicks fan on top of that. So, this is this is where we saw all everything going, and, and this is where the home base was. And you know, Kevin had moved closer to the arena and closer to the facility, and we were so settled into that routine of things, and and really enjoying it, and like really having a great time this year, and enjoying the challenges. And you know, the twelve game win streak was great, and then just all the things they were fixing and, and working on, and um, you know, it's just unfortunate, and, and a lot of that stuff's out of his control, and. and I think it was a partnership and a, and, a, and a decision made between two partners, between the Nets and, and Joe Sy and, and Sean Marks and Kevin and, and, and his team as well. But, um, you know, he's on to the next. And I, I'm still here, still figuring out, you know, if I'm going to be by Coastal or not. But, yeah, boardroom, 35 ventures, they remain in New York. And, you know, that'll be their permanent home. And if, if there's room to do things out west, then, then maybe there is. I know when I go out there, ideally we're going to shoot a podcast. But, Look, last time I was certain we were shooting the podcast on a Monday, Kyrie Irving got traded on a Sunday. So you never know. You never know. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. So if you didn't catch that, there will be a new Etcetera's podcast coming up, we think, with Eddie, with Kevin. And there's a lot of people waiting to hear that next podcast because I think the last one was January 30th. So folks want to hear more uh, from you guys talking about it and obviously get KD's firsthand story of, of everything it just gives us more insight it's a great podcast you guys do more than just talk basketball but you know you also mentioned ace rich climbing i feel like ace is a real 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 new yorker to the point where kd was kicking it with him for four years now kd's a new yorker <laughs> and uh you know I, I represent the fans i'm a nets fan i know you're still going to be good at barclays whenever you come through whether it's courtside or in the suite so i, I speak to a ton of fans and there was a lot of people that felt one way and then when Kevin had his press conference in Phoenix, they felt another way. You know, they separated him and Kyrie. And that's something I was saying on Talking Nets. They, these guys are two different players. I know you want to make them a package deal, but, like, they don't know every single thing about each other. They don't, they're not in each other's business like that. And uh, I really do feel like when Kyrie requested the trade, it took everybody um, by shock. Like, it, everybody was like, wait, where did this come from? And I don't think Kevin had time to prepare. I was at the game where he came out and he sat on the sideline. And I think now that it's in the past, fans are able to understand business is business. And we also go back to the summer. KD requested a trade in the summer before Kyrie. And I was at media day where they asked him point blank, why did he request the trade? And he answered it. And what I will say is I felt like he had time to, you know, uh, either plan or prepare his response, which was good. Like he... He answered the question in the right way where, like, Brooklyn Nets fans, I think, have more ire towards Kyrie and not as much to Kevin. 
Kevin was hurt, and that's tough. So we didn't get him to, you know, we didn't get to see him enough. But I think a lot of people do respect what Kevin did as far as helping us build this Nets world. Just his use of the phrase Nets world and hashtag Nets world helped us build this Nets world. And I don't think that fans are going to look, uh, you know, too hard at what Kevin did here versus Kyrie. I think people look at them too differently. And that's okay. It's business. Something you said, you know, these guys, and I've alluded to it on air, these guys are looking at the whole league, the whole business of the league, their own personal business and uh, excitement and, and, and attention for, for the league value. And I'll, I'll let you speak on that, but I also want to get into some uh, NBA All-Star conversation with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think you're dead on. And I, I've talked about it on, on my show on FanDuel TV, Run It Back, and, you know, I mentioned it. And, and, again, you know, I don't know that every fan believed me or not, but I, from my vantage point, Kevin and Kyrie were, weren't a package deal. And, 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 look, you look into the summer, Kyrie opted in on, I think, June 29th to his deal, and Kevin, you know, the, the news broke up Kevin the, next day. the very next day. So, <laughs> Like, that tells you right there, like, it wasn't a package deal. And I, I don't think the relationship is particularly strained, but, yo, me and you are tight, but we've been busy with life, right? And and we our lives go in different ways and, and yeah. things like that. And that's just how it is. And if you look at Kevin and Kai, you know, in 2018, 2019, when they made that transition, Kyrie has since gotten married. He's had kids, and, and he's you know, he's got so many things going on in his life, and, it you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist and say, hey, these guys have just like naturally grown apart in, in whatever way. So I, I don't think it's any beef. I think the thing with both of them is they're very hyper aware of this business and, and the way they're exploited and, and things like that. And Kyrie's spoken about it before. He's spoken about it on my podcast. He's spoken about it in many numerous places. So when he talked this weekend, he said, yo, it's a business decision. He 100% views it in that way. I think Kevin struggled with it i watched him struggle with it in the summer and, and and then again in the last few weeks of just you know he didn't want to let people down and he he didn't he, he didn't want to look like he was giving up on what they tried to do and all that right. stuff. So i watched him struggle with it i'm sure Kyrie did as well and you know but at the end of the day these guys are going to do what they feel is best for them and and i know it's frustrating it's frustrating for me as a fan like yo i wish i could have seen more than 17 games of those three together with james harden or whatever the number was of the two of them together, you know, everybody had illusions of grandeur when we got them. You were at the game when they were up 49 on the Bucks, and it was just like, yo, this is, this is the <laughs> Seems like a different it's world. Over. Seems like a different realm, a different universe. Like exactly. It, almost so like we dreamed things. it. Yeah, and so many things happened since then. And, and, you know, it's that's sports. That's the way sports goes. You, you have to play the games at the end of the day. So, um, you know, I think those guys are both hyper aware and, and, and Kyrie, you know, Kyrie especially, you know, he, he completely understands and you, you look at the stuff he's doing in his Nikes and, and all of that. And, and, you know, if fans are disgruntled, I get it. You know, I get it. They, they, they signed up for one experience and they get another, but I think, I think Nets fans, they should be excited about the future as well. They, they, they got great deals for both guys. I thought they got, you know, a haul for Kevin and, and then they have a decade of draft picks and they have, two great young wings they can build with. And I think the future is bright in Brooklyn. And, you know, I'll be honest. I think as a fan, when I watch the Raiders, you know, I'm that's probably the, the team I'm closest to in that sense. I love like a low stakes, uh, just enjoyable experience because when the Raiders are good and I'm expecting them to be good and then they're not, like there's nothing more frustrating. <laughs> but when I got like a scrappy Raiders team and they, they, they hang with the Chiefs, it's like, 
All right, like we're all right. I'm not even mad you, at the loss. You'll I, be I, fine. I more you'll be fine. Aaron Rodgers is gonna come out of his darkness, and he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna pick up that black jersey and go to the black hole. You'll be fine next year. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I, I, I I think my you know hey I think New York football is gonna be doing well next year too. So it's cool. I know KD <laughs> loves twelve. I know KD would would love to see him come to Vegas, and then your Raiders are lit with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Yo, he wants him in Washington, so he'd probably hate it if he goes to Vegas. <laughs> He's not going to Washington, but let's keep it out west, man. You're going you're going to Arizona. I've only been to Arizona one time, and I always talk about it because that's when I had my audition from the, for the fan cave. They had spring training out there, and they had us audition for the fan cave almost exactly nine years ago. So while you're out there, go look around and find some spring training baseball. And uh, that's how I segue into the NBA All-Star uh, you, I actually ran into you at the Home Run Derby at Dodger yes, Stadium. Sir. Major League Baseball has changed the Home Run Derby for the better. They've done so much around All-Star, and I think that Major League Baseball has the best All-Star weekend, All-Star game, and skills competitions. The NBA, for me, I I didn't watch a single second of it live. Uh, I talked already tonight about Carl Malone's presence. I didn't, I didn't understand that. Um Mac McClung, I've known about Mac since he was a, a high school kid. But, like, now we're letting G-Leaguers win the NBA dunk contest. Go ahead and get all the viral sensation dunkers that can hoop. Bring them in, too, if that's what we're going for. What were your thoughts watching the NBA All-Star this weekend? First of all, I'm not going to let you be humble on the airways right now. I ran into Keith. Me and Kevin literally bumped into Keith walking out of, like, the most VIP section of Dodgers Stadium possible. Nah, and it, wasn't, he, it wasn't even like that. And, he, <laughs> and he, was, he was there with his family. He was having a great time. Keith was the man. That, that was Dodgers honestly Stadium. the coolest part because my wife <laughs> and my little sister got to see me interact with you, Katie, and you guys were with uh, a couple other a couple other people. Uh, I think Adam Harrington and... Uh, I'm blanking on a homie that played for the Nets for a little bit. Mike, we had Mike James. Mike James was with Mike us. Mike James, other guys. Yeah, yeah. So it was. I mean, it was all love. And from like my wife and my sister, they were like, "KD dapped you up like he knows you." I'm like, "He knows me, but we never met before." Well, now you have. But no, look, you know, All Star Weekend. I was thinking about it today, and and honestly, it just comes down to the, the players got to care enough. And and you know, we get a game like last night where it was just completely lackadaisical and everybody's, you know, half speed, if that, and, and guys are just there to just not get hurt. You know what I mean? Like, that was a concert, and they're just so happy to be a basketball game. And it, it's frustrating as a fan. I, I hate it. And, you know, we all romanticize the All-Star games of our childhood or whatever. But, yo, if you if you bring up the 93 All-Star game or the 01 All-Star game, like, those guys are getting after it. They weren't playing, like, game seven uh you, you know, energy, game seven intensity. But they were like, yo, they're getting in defensive stance. There's yeah. contact, there's fouling out. It like, meant something. Caring who wins the game, you know? And it did mean something. And the players now, they, they just don't. It just doesn't mean as much to them. There there wasn't that intensity of the fourth quarter that we kind of kind of look forward to. It was just – I think it's also a product of the way the game is played now. So it's one thing if these guys are half-heartedly going at it and then there's dunks. But these guys are half-heartedly going at it and then shooting from half-court. It's like, yo, that's not fun after a while. And then we watch, you know, with the Elam ending they have or the Kobe ending or whatever they call it, the, the Team Giannis had the score 
And yeah. so they just were chucking up half-court shots for like three minutes. Wasn't it's executed not right. But... <laughs> it's not great. And you guys are missing them. You know what I mean? It's one <laughs> thing if you knock one down. But all right, guys, you've missed four. Like, maybe let's play basketball again. So it, it, it's on the players. All this talk about, yo, make it worth $5 million or what, what have you. It doesn't matter. They have a lot of money. And, and yes, that's a lot of money, too. But it's, it's not about the money. It's about just professional pride of going and saying, yo, we really want this to be good basketball. And I just don't think they do. And that extends to Saturday night as well. And, you know, the clip of me and Kevin just kind of groaning at a G-leaguer in the, in the dunk contest went viral and was all over the place. But it's true. Like, it is, it is a crazy look that a G-league player, a guy who's played two NBA games in his career, won the dunk contest. and he. But at the end of the day, he won it because he cared more. He right. said that. He's working to get into the league so he could be in this dunk contest and win it. This was his dream. He just cared more. And, and, and that's what it is. And, you know, maybe we'll reach a place where the players care. But we, there's no Steph in the game last night. There's no Kevin. There's no Giannis after, after a play. There's no Zion. We missed out on a ton of guys. And, and that hurts it as well. That hurts the allure of that. Even We didn't even get LeBron the second half. So it's, it's, it's frustrating. That's really the only fix. They can tinker with it as much as they want, but if the guys show up on Sunday and they just don't care, we're going to get a layup line like we got yesterday, and, and it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I've played Kobe's little uh, you know spiel about it on the Knuckleheads podcast, and he talked about it, and I'm like, that, those days are long gone where you're getting these matchups with these guys like Kobe with the Mamba mentality that are like, I'm not letting anybody show me up. I'm playing hard. Like, we're all going to hoop out here. And uh, put on a show for these people. It's it's supposed to be the best pickup game in the world. It's not supposed to be one on one and then uh, eight other guys standing on the side watching. Or <laughs> you know, it's it's turned into something that I don't think the NBA even imagined it getting to this point. I don't think there's any way to go back. But it is what it is. The NBA will be better. I, I said this already. The NBA will be better after they finish the Indiana All Star next year and they get to LA. I'll see you in LA. Uh, just like I saw you at the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. I'll be at the NBA All-Star Game when it hits uh, the house that Kobe built. Yeah. it's Look, when you have players on both teams, when you have a head coach from one team, and I'd imagine Joe Mazzullo on the other side wasn't glowing about the game either. But when you have them all kind of universally saying, yeah, that was awful, it needs something needs to change. <laughs> and, and so maybe, yeah, maybe those guys come next year with some real energy, but – you know, you ask somebody like Shea Gilgis Alexander, who's just like, nah, that's what I'm bringing. It is what it is. I'm like, yo, this is this is not the All Star game of my childhood. And it, it, yeah, maybe we need the Kobe mentality. I mean, again, we romanticize the idea of this game. We're getting the ten best players in the court, and they're going to be playing each other. And then it turns out to be something way different. But it can be somewhere in the middle. You know what I mean? It could be some energy in this game, some tension, some some. Somebody's got to lead the way. I don't know. KD hasn't played in the last three All-Star games. K, like, you can't be getting hurt. Right. Going it might the- be him, man. He won MVP last time he played in it. It might be him. It, it, you know, again, that's frustrating. We, we missed some of the biggest stars of the game in this game, and I think it hurt it. I think it hurt it. You know, congrats to Jason Tatum. He set a record for scoring, but I don't think we're ever going to look back. And, and, you know, we're not going to sit our grandkids on our lap and tell them about the 54 points Jason Tatum scored in the – in the shoot-around game that we saw. But you just made me think of something, right? Talking about Kobe, Kobe disciples. Tatum is a Kobe disciple. He went out there and won MVP. Kyrie had some moments. I think he had 32, another Kobe disciple. Giannis practiced and worked with Kobe a little bit. 
I got a bone to pick with Giannis. I don't think either one of us are really Giannis guys. I just think he's super corny, right? They they hand him the trophy, <laughs> and he's a like, winner, winner, chicken dinner, and it goes viral because Bam is behind him like, bruh, like, what, what are you doing? What are you saying? And then I have a problem with this guy not actually being able to play in the game, right? We we get all the information on his injury. He checks in the game, dunks the ball, checks out of the game. Man, give up that spot to somebody that could have actually played. You're speaking my language, man. And look, I understand a lot of the weekend was built around him. So, you know, saying that, let's also fight back a little bit. But, yo, the NBA doesn't market Giannis. They had a competition on Saturday night for him and his brothers. They absolutely marketed right. he Giannis. Was on the, like, he was mic'd up on the sideline in the celebrity game. I had enough of Giannis. The celebrity I'm game. Like, like, yo, let's let's not say the NBA doesn't market Giannis. They, they absolutely do. Like, let's not say. But I'm with you 100%. I said it as soon as it happened. Because I was shocked he was playing. Because he didn't participate in the skills contest. So I was like, oh, you know, whatever. Maybe he passed on it. But then he came in the game. He got the one lazy dunk that everybody let it him get. It was a stunt. And, and it was a corny I, stunt. Yo, I know. Look, Keith, I know you're a Nets fan. And I know these aren't your guys. But, like, Jalen Brunson. <laughs> give Jalen Brunson that spot. He, already he said it. to be in the All-Star game. Already said like, it. Brunson should have been in. If, Gian, if Giannis can't time, actually play... Let that let that honor be bestowed on somebody as a reserve that deserved to be there and that would love to take the trip, like Jalen Brunson. Exactly, and he might not get the chance again. You know what I mean? Like, who knows how his career pans out from here? But get that up. I understand. I, I'll give them a little bit. It was Team Giannis. They have to do the draft with him. They have to. Do I promise you, though, they could have figured out a workaround. He could have just been the captain. You know, he could have just picked the team and had somebody step in and, and whatever. They could have brought somebody else. And they had noticed. They had a few days' notice to figure it out. So, yeah, I was frustrated. Look, I like Giannis. I think he's one of the most productive players we've ever seen in the history of this game. I respect how hard he works and, and, and how his motor on the court and all that stuff. I don't want to, like, completely diss him. But I do kind of, like, side-eye the personality stuff a little bit. I do think it's a little artificial. Yeah. Every time I say this, Bucks fans find me and they cuss me out. And that's nah, I, I that's got you. I, I've got a, a, a long history with these Bucks fans. He's corny, man. He's an NBA darling, though, an international darling, the Greek freak. They always play into his stuff. Oh, this guy doesn't know how to pick the team. He picks Ja Morant. <laughs> hey, pay attention. <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> You're not even playing. You're the captain. You you should at least know how to do that, right? Yeah, after they told us he had this whole draft book he put together, he picks a guy who's not on the stage, he's not eligible. It's like, all right, bro, like what are what are we doing here? But that's the honest, and that's that's what's working for him and, and that's cool. And he's a champion and I respect him being a champion and two time MVP. But yeah, I sometimes I just don't want the theatrics and the pageantry of the game and, and you know, again, going back to the original point. Let somebody else get that spot. You know you're not playing in the game. You knew that three, four days ago. Let somebody else get that spot, somebody who deserved it as well. And, and, and look, we know you were an all-star. But let somebody else play in that game, and, and it was frustrating to watch for sure. Well, it's over, and we look forward to the NBA resuming on Friday, bro. Have a safe trip getting to Arizona and setting up out there. You guys keep your world domination going, 35 Ventures, Boardroom, the et cetera's. Run it back on FanDuel TV. Man, I'm proud to know you, be a friend of yours, tell your family and your kids and your wife, I say hello and keep doing it, bro. You, you've you you crushed it in these last couple years, and I know there's more out there for you, KD, uh, Ace, and, and the whole crew. And one day you got to invite me. I know we talked about it, but you got to invite me to the New York office. I'd like to see the digs. Uh, 
Shout out to Pooch too. Ooh. I've had to I've tried to have Pooch on, but we you know we got a middleman in between Pooch and I. But Pooch is the homie too. So <laughs> I, I got to come nah, to the New York office and break bread with you guys. Let's make it happen, man. And look, same for you. Congrats on all the, on all the success. And, and everything you have going on, I, I, I love when I turn on my TV and I see you, and I did, was not expecting to see you. So congrats on all that, and, and, and let's catch a Yankee game, man. You know I'm a, you yeah. know I'm a surrogate Yankee fan, so let's catch a yeah, Yankee you, game. Yeah, you know, send me that text when you're eyeing a game, and uh, we'll be right in there at <laughs> Yankee Stadium. That's that's my territory. I'll hold that down. I got to come out there in the bleachers next time, man. I got to not be so boozy. Nah, I don't know. We got to keep you in Legends, 100 level. I don't know if you're ready to step out into the- 203. Nah, we'll get it done. Eddie, I appreciate you, bro. Thanks for calling in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Eddie Gonzalez, host of the Etcetera's podcast. Also, run it back on FanDuel TV. He's an NBA guy and NBA Twitter. I think everybody knows this guy, at Bansky. And he's KD's right-hand man. He's He's been a, a solid friend for me. He he gave me some advice when I was going through something. I feel like in like the pandemic, maybe 2020 or 2021, I hit him up just for 30 minutes on a uh, a Zoom call. I was really going through just some nonsense. And uh, he gave me some advice that stayed with me till today. And it was the right advice. It helped me get to WFAN. It helped me get through what I was going through. And uh, I appreciate him joining us. You know, five-hour show. I said I'm going to get some guests this week, and I felt like Eddie was the perfect guest coming off the heels of the NBA All-Star, and obviously with Kevin Durant's departure from New York, leaving the Brooklyn Nets, going out to Arizona, and uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets have acquired... Mike Piazza from the Florida Marlins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. And now, we're on the other half of my five-hour show. Keith McPherson on The Fan. This is KM to AM. Taking you to midnight on the fan, talking sports, bringing in guests because I don't want it to just be me for six straight shows, six straight five hour shows. That's too much. Even the biggest fan of my show is like, hey man, can you get us a guest? Can you bring somebody in? So last week we had Tony Page, we had Connor Hughes, and today we just had Eddie Gonzalez. And coming up next is Dan Dugan. But we got to take some calls and get back to the phones. Let's hit one, and then uh, I got a little bit of audio I want to play for you guys, and then we'll keep it rolling. We'll try and talk Jets after this next call, and then we'll get into Giants with uh, Dan Dugan. Let's go to Tom up in the Bronx on the fan. What's up, T-O-M? Hey, Keith. Pleasure as always. Um, Quick nickname, uh, the Keymaster McPherson. KM, Keymaster. Mm, you're all right. So we're working with it. Why would I be the yep. key master, though? I got the keys. Keys open doors. Keys unlock some doors out here. <laughs> and I mean, you're networking well. You know, 36 year old Keith is hustling. 42 year old Keith's got, you know, uh, Stephen A. Smith interviews. You know what I'm saying? I'm 34 year old Keith, and <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're all for now. You're 34 for now, you know? <laughs> no, but I appreciate the nickname and the compliment. Keymaster, I'm going to have to work on that. Major key. So here's my problem. Here's my problem with the NBA. It's the all-star game is a showcase. The trade deadline was the real buzz. Yup. Yo, this old era, like, all right, so I'm 32 for now. But I feel like uh, our era would have been AI, Kobe, Shaq, Tracy, um, those guys balled. They they were fun to watch. They had an attitude. Yeah, and they were synonymous we like, with their cities for the most part. And it's like they came together this one time, and you couldn't wait to see them on the same team together or versus each other. Now it's not real. Now it's like, okay, I guess it's cute to see Jalen Brown versus Jason Tatum. Oh, they're teammates together. They're gonna they're gonna go one on one, but they're not really like going that hard. They're not deep. They're not defending, and like you said, this new NBA, all of the attraction, all of the uh, eyes, all of the you know people looking at the NBA came uh, geniusly during the trade deadline, and it was in that middle period where we didn't have the NFL. It was during that two weeks, right? Whoever manufactured that for the NBA, good thinking, right? You have these guys forcing trades, right. and uh, people are paying attention to the NBA when there's no NFL, but then right after the NFL ends and we have this weekend here where I'm watching the XFL and I'm, I want to bet on it, but I'm like, this is not good football. I don't even know what to bet. 
I didn't watch a second of the NBA All-Star game because it's not it. It is not worth watching. It is not uh, appointment television. It is not must-see, even with LeBron James, even with some of these stars like Luka and Jason Tatum and Nikola Jokic. It just doesn't move the needle for most fans, even a fan like me who's a a diehard fan of all sports, specifically the NBA. I'm hungry for the NBA. That's what I'm saying. Like, I saw I saw the G League Kids YouTube video. You know what I'm saying? I want to see LeBron, bro. You know what I'm right, saying? So it's like, I'm, at the end of the day, like, watching Mac McClung dunk, it's like, so what? I've seen it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, like, it. I, exactly. I know this kid can jump out of the roof. That's all he can really do. He hasn't developed into an NBA player. Is this the NBA dunk contest or is this just the dunk contest now because if that's where we're going go get some of these acrobat dunkers that are viral on youtube that have a hundred thousand followers on twitter and instagram just for dunks that aren't basketball players this is supposed to be a showcase this is supposed to be extra right right? you get to see you want to see zion williamson versus ja morant versus anthony edwards versus a lebron but lebron's way past his time and i know people are blaming lebron but whatever. I just I, I understand where we are in this NBA. These guys don't care. It's not about money. They got more money than they can spend. And the money that they're focused on is not incentive money like a million or two million from an all-star game. They're trying to get the max contract. There are bums with max contracts. Yeah. Ben Simmons has a max contract. These guys don't care. But that's how I set it up, T. Like, I'm not claiming that error. Like, uh, yeah, I don't you know, have Jimmy to. Jimmy AI, Tracy... And right, I'm I came up in kids. Kobe's era, Shaq's era, AI, Vince Carter. Dunk, go out and dunk, bro. Go take. Just be competitive. Uh, that's it. Like I don't know. That's why I'm talking. I'm thinking about these kids. Like these kids are watching watching this NBA, and it's so I don't know. It's just so different from what you want them to like get into basketball. And no, I'm talking. To, I've talked to some dads and some guys that coach basketball. It's like you got to teach these guys the fundamental of fundamentals of the game and how to play the game. Then they watch the NBA and they think, all right, if I'm the best player on the team, I can showboat. I can take a game off. I don't have right. to always go hard. And it's like, nah, that's the opposite of what. You know, what it took for these guys to actually get there. Thanks for the call, Tom. Like, isn't it ironic? These guys don't want to go hard now. They don't, they're ducking the grind now. That's what it took for you to be an NBA All-Star. You had to grind. You had to put your 10,000 hours in, right? Kyrie loves talking about how people don't see his work ethic. People don't see the work he puts in behind the scenes. It's a given. We know there's no way you could be that good at basketball without practicing it. I think basketball next to baseball, is is like the hardest sport to just step on a court and play. Like, I, my, myself, I, I'm a better football player. Obviously, I, I went to college and, and played Division One football, but I was all right at basketball. But the, the times that I took off, like, months from basketball, I get back on the court, I'm trash. I'm embarrassing. No handle, no jump shot, like, like just, like, can't even play. Basketball is a sport that you need to practice and you need to – be at it all the time and you know these guys have hit the the highest level of their craft and they're like ah eh, we're over the all-star game we've been going to all-star games since we were in high school whatever they don't mean anything they're not real they're not real basketball and you're not going to turn a real profit trying to make us show up for like i don't know mac mcclung congrats but like this guy's not i don't i don't, like, don't want to say what he's not going to do but he's not an nba player right now and to say he saved the dunk contest no i think he did the opposite he now opened up the dunk contest for anyone that can dunk you know, they, they had to accelerate this kid. He was he was not even on – he wasn't even in Philadelphia's system. But I think someone in Philly made the right move, right? 
he he gets called up from the G League to officially be with the 76ers so he can wear the Sixers jersey. He signs a shoe deal with Puma. Jay-Z is involved with them, so we understand the, the hype beast over there. Like, yeah, yeah, let's give this kid a shoe deal. He wins the slam dunk contest, and now everybody's talking about him, but most basketball fans have been aware of this kid since high school. We're not impressed. But I, I did say, you know, him and Brock Purdy, they have that high school musical look. They look like Zac Efron in high school musical playing sports. They have got a, a pack of young kids in the backyard throwing the ball like Brock Purdy and trying to 560 dunk like Mac McClung. Those guys are one-on-ones. These little 13-year-old-looking guys, they, they don't really make it in professional sports. You stick to stick to the books. Stay in school, kids. You're not gonna be Brock Purdy, and you're not gonna be Mac McClung. All right, let's take this break here. Keep McPherson on the fan. We will be right back. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Don't call it a comeback from break. LL on the Fan. DJ Paulie. Vincent Von Vincent dropping the beats. He's got jams. This guy knows. He knows. Your boy KM taking a couple calls here before we bring in Dan Dugan. Dan Duggan. I called him Dugan. I've been saying Duggan all night. I know it's Duggan, but I something happened. I said Dugan. Saying Dugan like Jimmy Dugan from A League of Their Own. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I don't know who that is. No, I know Jimmy Dugan, is. The, Tom Hanks. It's Dan Duggan. You guys know Dan Duggan. If you're a Giants fan, you know Dan Duggan, or you should. I've had Dan on before, and uh, I'm excited to talk to him now with this $45 million that Daniel Jones is seeking, stop. We all know that he's not going to get paid $45 million. And you should know that this is how negotiations start. But before we go talk to Dan about the Giants and their quarterback situation, we had a caller named John call in and talk some Jets with me uh, a little bit earlier. And uh, I think that sparked some of these Jets fans to call in. So let's talk to Jarvis in Harlem. Jarvis, I know you're not a Jets fan, but you definitely have something to say about the Jets quarterback situation. Jarvis? Going once. He's been on hold for over an hour, so he's out of there. All right. Well, let's go to Lou in Astoria. What's up, Lou? Hey, Keith. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for calling. Uh, listen, uh, I, I I don't know if I'm just uh, have no common sense, but for this guy uh, Rogers, I'm a jet, I'm a I'm a Jet fan, as you know. For people, there's a couple of hosts that think this is a solution to the to the Jets to eat, not even just go to playoff, to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, that was this guy Rogers was was a great quarterback. Those days are over. That was then. This is now. A good example is he went against the Lions, okay, and he had a chance to to, to make the playoff, okay. Mm-hmm. I watched and it. And this guy was the worst quarterback, the worst player on the field that day. What is wrong with these people? They're living in the, the past. Guy, they're they're dreaming the dream. Sometimes that happens when you've been, you know, they're disillusioned. Sometimes that happens when you've been down for so long. You you have to watch Zach Wilson play quarterback, and you kind of think that like I don't know what you, what you think because I. 
I'm off the Aaron Rodgers stuff. I've been off of it for the last few weeks. If people couldn't tell, I've been saying he's going to go to Vegas, if anywhere. When he emerges, if you have Derek Carr here, you have this guy right in front of you that's a good NFL quarterback that has had to deal with a, a dysfunctional franchise in Vegas. He's willing to come to another dysfunctional franchise in the Jets. I I think he's now 1A, and I don't think you, you're so pressed for what Aaron Rodgers is going to do, and I said that too. I've watched Aaron Rodgers fail. They talk about this guy can't play in cold uh, cold weather, Derek Carr. Neither can Aaron Rodgers. He he fails every January when I it's mean, cold. You remember against the Giants when he played at home, when when the Giants coach, remember, he looked like he was bleeding from the nose. That's how cold it was. And he was missing, uh, I mean, receivers, 10, 10 yards. I mean, I don't understand what's the problem with this guy. I mean, I mean, he wants MVP. But not, listen, this is now. He's not the same quarterback. The thing with cars that I have a problem with is that the, the, the yeah. Jets right yeah. now, Brass, is trying to make Rodgers the number one target. And he and Cars right now is going to come to New York, and he knows that he's not the really wanted guy to be the quarterback, and that might affect him. I know that I, I feel bad because I know that uh, he, was, he played for the Raiders, and he actually abandoned the team, and he had a chance to... So actually, they had a young quarterback there. He was on the contract, and he quit the team. That's the only thing that I see wrong with the guy. But I agree with you. If Daniel Jones was the quarterback for the Jets this past year, the coach of the year would now be Brian Davis. It would be, believe it or not, Robert Sala. That's how stupid we act in here. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Thanks for the call, Lou. I feel you. I'm with you. I mean, if Daniel Jones is the quarterback of the Jets, like they're definitely a playoff team, and maybe they win around. And the Jets had like subpar quarterback play. It was a struggle. I remember I was in London and I was reading the tweets of everybody celebrating Mike White's performance against the Bears, and I'm like, man, I'm glad I'm on the other side of the globe because this is nonsense. <laughs> I was glad I didn't have to get on air and tell all the Jets fans this means nothing for you. This is not going to help you. You didn't have to face Justin Fields. Mike White, like the hype again, you're literally doing the same thing you did last year. You're going to get to this end of the year, and you're going to need a quarterback. It's not Zach. It's not Mike White. And now you're faced with all of these young, talented rookies that are on rookie deals, and you better get a good quarterback in here, and it doesn't have to be Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers would be more of a headache. I've been making these analogies, comparing these diva players, these players that are so self-absorbed, right? Kyrie Irving. Aaron Rodgers, I've been comparing him to the hottest girl in school. Yeah, she's single for a reason, bro. Like, there's a reason that the Packers are ready to actually hand over the franchise to Jordan Love. One reason is because they traded up to get him, and they could have just waited and picked Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has now gone to a Super Bowl bald, uh, was second in MVP voting, and you drafted up to get Jordan Love, you better go play him. But there's a reason that the Packers are over him as well. Last call before we go to break. Mark is in Manhattan. Mark, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith. I was a little confused by what you were saying about Matt McClung. I mean, that dude is one hell of a basketball player. I get it. Is he, he one hell of a basketball player or a dunker? Dude, have you ever seen him play? I have. I've never seen him play in the NBA. I, I, never, he doesn't have the genetics. He's just not. He's only 6'2 at best. But, well, man, genetics are a huge play. part of sports. A lot of these no, guys, you know, like yeah. Steph Curry's dad was Wardell Curry. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' dad was 
<laughs> Mahomes. Genetics have a lot to do with it. I'm, I don't mean to hate on Mac McClung because that kid is living his dream. He sees the opportunity. If you had one shot, like he actually did it. He he didn't miss a dunk. He he blew that thing out of the water as he should as a as a professional dunker. Thanks for the call, Mark. But like, what are we talking about, bro? We're talking about the NBA dunk contest. There are viral, like, I'm about to go get a list of these viral dunkers because you guys don't know them, but if the NBA wants to make the dunk contest not about NBA players challenging other NBA players to see who can get off the best dunks, then open it up for the world. Open it up for everybody. You had to do all of this to get Mac McLung in, and now they're saying he saved the, what are we talking about, bro? When I think of the dunk contest, I think of Dominique Wilkins and Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and Vince Carter and even in in the you know last decade, Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. Those guys are hoopers. They play. Now the NBA dunk contest has to reach outside of the NBA. What, bro? And like, no offense to Mac McClung. We have no. If you if you watch basketball, you've known about this guy for a while. And if you saw him play at Georgetown or Texas Tech, like he is a great dunker. And that's what makes his dunks better because he's a great dunker. He's only 6'2". But at 24, the kid is not cracked into the NBA yet because he's not, like he doesn't, I don't know, I don't know what his fit is going to be on the Sixers. He's never going to play for the Sixers. The Sixers just looked at the opportunity to have like, okay, Sixers never won a dunk contest. Now they have a winner. Uh, but Mac McClung is not, Somebody like at 6'2, he's he's gotta have a bag like Kyrie. He does not have half the bag that Kyrie has. Bag means like all the type of moves and weapons in your arsenal. I know someone's like, bag. Kyrie's got a ton of baggage. He shouldn't want any baggage like Kyrie. Keith, what are you saying? I'm saying, like, we're we're bugging out if we're talking about Mac McClung saved the NBA dunk contest. If anything, he's changed it. Where now I want to see the best dunkers in the world. If the NBA players don't want to do it, I'm going to go find a list of these guys that I've seen on Instagram, on YouTube that can like, I don't know, touch the top of the backboard, bring the ball around their back and dunk it. But they can never actually play five on five in the NBA. That's why they should do that. And the reason the stars like LeBron and Ja Morant won't play in the, in the dunk contest is because... They are afraid to lose to Mac McClung. Right. There's nothing to gain. It's There's, only a loss. It's only it's only a loss because God forbid John Morant gets beat by some six one you know white dude. In this that's social be media a, era, that's going to be he's going to get memed yep. and trolled and uh-huh. made fun of for what? Uh-huh. And <laughs> I, and listen, me and you both know the color of the skin shouldn't matter, but when in the, when you're in the, NBA, in the NBA, of course it does. It does. Of it course does. it does. I, I mean, and like, it's not being racist to just you know be honest about it. That's why I made the joke that like Mac McClung and Brock Purdy, these guys look like Zac Efron in High School Musical, and they've got these like 11, 12, 13 year old boys across America thinking that could be them. That's great and all, but they're not. Like, I don't know what Brock Purdy's gonna ever be again. He had a good run. Mac McClung, if if I w- I would love to be on air. When Mac McClung is an NBA All-Star. I don't think he ever will be. But he won the dunk contest first time. And he said he's going to do it again next year. So give him some real competition. And go get the dunkers that we see specialize in dunking the ball. Acrobatics. They're really like gymnastic guys. They're really gymnasts dunking a basketball. They're not basketball players. That's where the NBA dunk contest is going. Take NBA off of it and just make it the dunk contest. Because you're not getting Zion Williamson. You're not getting John Morant. You're not getting Anthony Edwards. And you're definitely not getting LeBron at this point.
Okay, coming up next, Dan Duggan. Bryce for the Athletic covering the Giants. If you're a Giants fan, stay tuned. We're going to talk Daniel Jones. We're going to talk Giants offseason. We're going to talk just where the quarterback carousel and the money for quarterbacks are in the NFL right now. And uh, we'll take calls the rest of the night after that. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.